It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And there it is. Sutton United have the GM Foxhall Conference. have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. Delight for Sutton United. Sutton United from the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football, perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. With me on the Sutton Podcast, we have Dan from the Andamonian, Sutton United supporter, we have Matt from Leighton Orient, and we have Craig from Mansfield Town. As usual, if you want to comment, you can follow me on any of the socials, which is at Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and unbelievably TikTok. Also, you can send me an email, which is suttonpodcast.gmail.com. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get on the show. Joining me now is my next guest, Dan. He is the editor-in-chief of Gandemonium, um, but I'll let you uh, let you tell everyone about it yourself. Um, Dan, basically, who are you? Uh, yeah, well, as you said, uh, my name's Dan. A lot of people at Sutton know me as Taz as well because of uh, our, the long-running blog that we do, Gandemonium, which is just basically an incredibly childish match day view from us of the uh, travels, travails, and far too much alcohol on home and mostly away games. Been coming since about 83, so been around a while, seen a few things. I can't think of anything else to add there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say most people kind of know you anyway, but most people listening. Um, here, here is the joke I've been working on all week. Um, it's oh. called Gandemonium, but more recently it's Dandemonium. Yeah, it has been a bit like that this season. Um, it's just... I can 
literally feel my daughter's eyes rolling in the other room. <laughs> I can literally feel her going, oh, for fuck's sake, don't do it. If, if, if there was video, you could have added some tumbleweed and everything there, mate. But yeah, it's been a bit um, man down, man down, man down. Yeah, it's been a bit, uh, yeah, back on my jack again. It's like the old days when I first started it in 98, when pretty much I did about 95% of it, yeah, this year, because uh, Tots is obviously sort of has his retirement pending, so he's he's in the middle of a big move to the south coast. Um, and Duke, Duke he's, uh he's got himself a new job, and he's kind of engaged. He's got a kid now over lockdown. You know, he's probably the most busy over lockdown. And yes, yeah, he's um, he's got other commitments at the moment, so he's trying to just kind of get that all settled as well. So it's just me holding the fort, um, and the, the boys chipping in as and when they have a, a gap, and trying to drag in waifs and strays like your good self <laughs> to to fill to fill in where we where we can well mine mine was actually supposed to be a draft and a oh if it's if it's crap we can we can put that to bed and know it's not going to happen um, <laughs> but, uh, as anyone who's, who's read it can see that they clearly don't have that higher standards so um nope. just fire it across to dan and um he, he can use it or not use it and you can uh, audition yeah um, yeah, if any, if we do play, if we do put a plea out, it's usually on Twitter, because we, you know, if, I, if just for the Wimbledon game, I just had, I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it because of work, and I wasn't going to get back in time, so it was a case of, oh well, we'll just sack it off because it's pizza cup, and no one really cares about that. Um, but I thought, you know, I'll ask, see if we can get someone else involved. So, so yeah, if people if people do see a plea, a, that plea for help, feel free, drop us a line, um, send it over. You know, you don't have to be a complete drunkard to do it. You just have to not take it entirely too seriously. No. That's kind of the the one main criteria we have, really. Well, my Mrs. Sally said, she read it, and she goes, you've, you've come across as a right miserable git. <laughs> I stood there blinking and staring at her for a little while, going, we've been together for 28 years. Surely you yeah. know this by now. Come on. You married me, love. <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> Yes, I know, but not everyone has to know it. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure most people do. Um, but no, it's, it's a good, good, good laugh. Nice to ham it up a little bit. But let's have a little chat about the Tranmere game. Another one. Of, I mean, I, I spoke briefly about Tranmere last week, and to anyone who who did suffer through the terrible sound from last week, they were one of the ex-league teams that we we seem to get on with. Um, they, 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 yeah, they, they did. They weren't the, the, the bitter ex-league teams um, of of the uh, Bastard League. Um, yeah. But how, how was the, the game? I know you didn't get into the glamping tent, but how was Yeah, the sadly, the, uh, the the transport getting over, there was a pain in the backside. So, um, the, yeah, it was... Um, first half was a, wasn't great. I mean, both sides... I, I, we had a feeling that it was going to be a tough game because obviously they don't concede many... But they don't score many, um, and you know Matt was obviously trying to get us back to being a bit more watertight at the backs. We'd let a couple of few goals in lately, um, so we knew it was going to be a tight one. First half was a yeah, it was a bit a bit of a non-starter really. I think the only thing that probably happened was Will Will's header off the post. David had a couple of decent little darts, but didn't come to much. So. Yeah, it was first half wasn't great, but second half we we came out with a, a lot more purpose and a lot more. We just just had a little bit more life about us. Um, and yeah, I, the goal we 
we probably deserved the win because we created all the, we created three or four decent chances. But it was one of them games you were watching and you were thinking, yeah, this is probably going to finish nil nil. You know, we're going to we'll have been the margin here, a better side, but it's going to finish nil nil. And then Tanto robs the lad. And he was dawdling on the edge of his own box, and it's one nil. And after that, probably Kobe had one off the line before that, and then after that, Donovan was unlucky to not get clear from the halfway line so could have had one or two more as well so yeah it was a good performance and last 10 minutes we looked a little little leggy in places but the lads really really dug in and uh after that it wasn't we they didn't really look like they were going to score they had loads of the ball putting loads of box balls into the box but the boys threw their bodies in a way winning headers and got it done just got the job done yeah i mean the the goal itself was not just reward for tents there i mean the the forwards have been doing that all season, um, mm. chasing down, chasing down, and, and yeah. it's good to see a reward all of a sudden from it. Um, hopefully, other teams—well, not hopefully, but other teams may now think, "Oh, we're not going to pass it around the back and then just get rid of it as quickly as possible for us to win it in midfield." Or, or um, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> when when you when you when you're pressing like that. I mean, because when I used to play Sunday football, I used to play the same way because I was quick. That's really my, you know, was my my one talent. So. I was doing Tanto's job of just chasing down like a complete lunatic up front. And yeah, it's hard, it's hard work because it's constant high tempo. And also you don't generally get a lot of reward for that kind of, uh, personally anyway. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll occasionally get one like Tanto did on Saturday or the keeper will cock one up or, or it's someone else gets the rewards of your hard work. You know, you harry someone, they sod up their clearance and, and someone else scores from it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it can be a bit of a thankless task up front doing what Tanto does. So it was nice for him to actually get some re- direct reward for, um, for for the graft that he puts in. Well, I um, I very much liked it because I was a bit eager and I, I, uh, I managed to get hold of the clip and I, I joined TikTok, which is, <laughs> again, I can feel the eyes rolling from here because it's apparently cringe. Um, yeah, even but... even we've not joined TikTok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she said, don't tell people you're on TikTok because all old people will join. I'm all right, I'm telling everyone now, I'll ruin TikTok for you. Um, <laughs> I love her, really. Um, but it's I think I sort of copied it and, and did a little goal. And then it's had quite a few views and all sorts of things on Twitter because I copied it into Twitter as well. And then all mm. of a sudden, I've kind of had this panic moment of, oh, I shouldn't have actually done that because that quite blatantly says Sky TV in the middle. But um, when Sky TV contact me and tell me to take it down, I'm sure I will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's down to them to notice. Well, it's advertising Sky TV, surely. Yeah, it's free advertising. It's the way we usually see it when we, you know, make use of uh, other sources, shall we say. <laughs> but on the, uh, the, the the fans, I mean, there was, there was a couple of tweets that caught my eye. Mm. One... One was a good one where a guy had been on the train with the, the Sutton players and some of the fans on the way back to London. Yeah. And he was, that's just, it shows the togetherness of this squad when, oh, the, the whole team, the club, sorry, um, mm. when the, the players were going through the concourse and the fans were serenading them. I know that wasn't you guys because you, you'd stayed up the night. Yeah. Um, but it's just nice to see that other clubs are starting to kind of realise this isn't a, a team doing well. It's a whole club, it's a whole Togetherness from top yeah. to bottom. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair assessment at the minute. You know, everyone's kind of just sticking at it and just backing everybody. So, and that's it's it's. But then again, I mean, they're they're a bit they're fairly clued up the tramway a lot. We got like as you said earlier, we got on well with them in the national league. Um, 
and they, they, I think they, as I said in the, in on the blog from the weekend, they, they seem to get it a bit more than a lot of ex league sides do. Um, yeah, they so they, yeah, they got the idea of we're here because we deserve to be here. Not, yeah, not is everyone else's fault in the world and mm, exactly. Yeah, um, and there was another one who I think if you had read it a different way, it was. Um, Along the lines, I've had enough enough of the Sutton fans. Not only are they crack on social media, they're really nice people in person. And I was like, cool, someone else reading that might not realise the sarcasm emoji needs to be on there. Um, but again, that was another another chap who um, clearly had met a few people and enjoy, enjoyed the company. I know there was another one called um, Harry something really looking forward to uh, making acquaintances, which is really nice, mm. um, rather than some of the clubs getting a bit stroppy with us. Um Talking of which, we're off to Leighton Orient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Nice link. Like that was that. a good little segue. Seed it. Segway that beautifully. <laughs> um, it's been an interesting place for us. Mm. I can't remember if it was the same year that Nicky had an altercation and Tommy was injured or if there were two separate matches because I think I, it was two separate matches. I don't remember, actually. I think that was. I think they might have been the same year. Oh, were they? Because we lost, we got stuffed the first time we went there. Um, when we were top as well, brilliantly. And I think, yeah, because Tommy got injured in the one nil, the one nil win that yeah. um, Jonah Ungus scored the goal, yeah. and uh, they they took it. They took massive exception to the fact that we dared to compete with them on in their own backyard. And uh, yeah, few, few, of course, you know the players went in the bar in the, the hospitality afterwards, and someone for a drink over Nicky Bailey. It's like. Behave, lads. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what are your thoughts on on the game? What do you think it was going to this? this time? Um, again, it's going to be another tough one. They're all they're all they're all difficult at the moment. You know, they every that doesn't. I mean, we're only starting to really see a couple of sides kind of with in really bad form. I mean, Stevenage in awful form at the minute. Scunthorpe are terrible. I mean, even Oldham have you know managed to pick some points up lately. So. There's only there's only a couple of sides in the division at the moment who are terrible, um, and we're playing none of them. <laughs> it's just yeah, Orient are going well. The uh, the lad we had on loan a while back, Aaron Dryan, and he's yes. seems to be seems to have slotted in really well there. Seems to have found himself a little home now. It's you know odd. somewhere where he can. Because when he was with us, he was um, he was he was cold and cold and hot and well warm, not even hot. Yeah, he was. Yeah, when he was on loan with us, you could see he had ability. But I, I don't know whether it was he, was he was maybe still a year. It was a year too early for him, or yeah. it was just the fact that he just hadn't really played any football at Ipswich. It took him a while to get going. He's a lovely lad. I mean, we, we yeah. spoke to him at length after the Harrogate uh, game that season. So really nice fella. Certainly settled. But, but yeah, he seems to <laughs> he seems to have found himself a, found himself a little spot where he can flourish, and you know, people are supporting him, backing him, and he's he's banging goals in for him. So. Fair play at the boy, but hopefully he doesn't have too good a too good a game. He's almost on nailed, nailed on to score. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we, it, it, it's. I think we've got a terrible ratio for former players against us. So, so yeah, I'm fully expecting him to bag one. I don't know. I don't know how it will go. I, I, I suppose it's again down to. Uh, it, let's be honest. Have they hated us under dozen a bit of graft we put in? That time we won up there, they're gonna absolutely despise this team. <laughs> Hoofball. Yeah. Oh, you're just typical non. Well, they can't say it's the pitch. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't blame the can't blame the surface. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it'll be another tough one. Um, it's another place that if we get a point up there, perfectly yeah. happy with that. Keep keep the points total ticking over. Keep keep heading towards fifty and see where we are when we get there. Um, and it's close enough for me because I'll be going as well. Yay! Um, <laughs> just a couple of tubes. Um, yep. And then on Tuesday we have Mansfield. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing so great, but they've actually put together a nice little group of four four wins in a row. No two of them were cup wins, um, but they've kind of played themselves into a little bit of form, which is kind of what you were saying that the team's suddenly doing well. Um, mm. They've beaten Sunderland in the cup. They beat Stevenage, I think it was, and I know they beat Newcastle with uh, under twenty ones in the cup. But, um, mm. but the, the, the gentleman I spoke to, Tom, they were both out already by that stage, so we, they didn't really care about that. Mm. Yeah, we've got them on Tuesday at home. How do you feel that one's going to go? Um, got to hope that the, the the decent home form we've had pays off there. I mean, but then again, I mean, I, th- I think the Stevenage, but they were both away, weren't they? Sunderland and Stevenage, the yeah. wins. So that's probably a bit of a worry. <laughs> tough, tough to say. I mean, it, it, like you say, they've they've not been great since pretty much all season so far, and then suddenly have had a little a little spurt in the last week or week or two. So hard to call. Hopefully, hopefully we'll you know keep the good home form going and pick pick up three points there. Try and get it. Try and get a keep at least uh, keep it fortress going to Green Lane, get a win, and uh, keep it keep 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 again keep the points ticking over. Well, hopefully um, I'll put the mockers I, on them because I, I did say they'll get the three points because they're playing Sun, uh, Scunthorpe at the weekend. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy was not very happy with that. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. So what I like to do now is get you to think about your good, bad and the ugly of the week. Um, I'm just going to play the thing but I need to tell you last time I played it for someone it was really really loud so um, <laughs> bear, bear with um, hopefully I've sorted that out but me and this this technology stuff ain't, ain't, ain't great but uh, ain't gelling yet yeah, ain't gelled yet but we'll see if I've done it <laughs> wasn't as bad as it was. <laughs> I think no, I, that was that was manageable. That's yeah, good. I think I nearly killed Frankie's ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where, what do you think of a good, bad, and ugly for the week? Um, any can we? Is, what do you mean? The week coming or yeah, the week, week past? Week, but we gone. Do you know what? We can make it up as we go along. I don't really. <laughs> don't really care. Yeah. Well, no, We're winging this. I'm flexible. I think is um, just to let anyone who's planning weddings in the near future that phrase of I don't care is not well received (laughs) (laughs) saying you're saying you're flexible is a far far nicer way and (laughs) less likely to get you punched in the face (laughs) by your good lady (laughs) Um, good bad and the ugly Um, good I suppose the good is can actually have a lion on Saturday don't have because it's it's Orient we don't have to be getting I don't have to be getting up at God knows what o'clock just to get to a just to get up to bloody Houston to get a train somewhere up north. <laughs> that's that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm going to make that the good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bad. What, what, what's going to be the bad this week? You can have last week, whatever you want. See, this this is this is why I'm 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 not sure everyone if I'm going to stick with this. <laughs> it, it, it is two f- negatives that we're focusing on and I don't like that I like to be as positive as as, as miserable as I am I like to be as positive as possible <laughs> <laughs> I can be a positive miserable git um see the- bad 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 what can we go for bad 
Mm. Uh, no, we'll skip it. There's nothing bad happened this week. You had to get up early on. Actually, yeah, the bad, it's been it's been a decent week. You know, yeah. we've got three wins in a row. It's it's. I can't think of anything bad. The sound um, quality on my pod last week. We'll do that. <laughs> all right, I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll 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 take that one for you, mate. Yeah. That's that's not mine, but that's for you. Just so we can just so we can fill, fill the fill yeah. the category. Ugly. Um, I don't know if we get any sort of result at Orient on Saturday. There. Their their comment their comments maybe so they <laughs> loved us before so yeah like I said earlier if they thought Doz's team was uh, was shit house tactic tastic wait till they get a load of this lot <laughs> <laughs> we love it all of, all a foot all a foot all a foot taller <laughs> yeah strong <laughs> and big strong ugly and work twice as hard <laughs> yeah and and uh, I mean we've had uh, we've been really lucky over the last. 10, 12 years um, we've had a lot of teams that are show a lot of togetherness but there's mm. something about this lot, you kind yeah. of just think they would literally go into the trenches and you're like yeah, they're, 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 they're a proper bunch they're, they're a good unit um, and even when you know you, we, we have lads missing everybody digs in for each other and they just get the job done so so yeah, we'll make that the ugly yeah. the, uh, I mean, it, 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 with a caveat of if, if, if we if we get a result yeah. on Saturday of when, any sort, when you get a result, <laughs> oh yeah, you can the positivity again. Um, yeah, I mean, on the on the togetherness, there's, I'm going to be making Twitter like my, my main source. But there was a, a good one from Louis John. There was um, Joe and Kobe got into the team of the week. Yeah, and um, Louis John's tweeted, "Oh, oh look, calf wins." <laughs> yeah, I saw that calf wins. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Hang on, this is the this is the central defender who's kind of keeping you out of the side." And you're, mm. just, you're taking the piss, just as as we would. Um, well, when I say we would, other people playing Sunday football would, not not me. Yeah. Because my one bit of running around up front on the football was five aside, and Paul, the photographer, was in goal. And when I came on, Paul's instructions to me were, Mike, stand in front of the keeper and see if you can block his view. <laughs> that was the tactical nouse he gave me. Hey, there you go. That's a key, <laughs> he, key position. He goal wasn't, hanger. He wasn't wrong. No, no, he didn't want me to goal hang. He just wanted me to block the view. <laughs> Playing with four players. <laughs> block that, his line of sight. That, that's literally all it was. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Saturday and um, a cold, it, cold Tuesday. It should, be a, it should be a good day out. Like I say, bit of a line. It's near, fairly near. To, well, it's probably about our second nearest, I think. If not our nearest. Crawley. I don't know how far between the differences between there and Crawley. So yeah, doubt, doubt in London, a few beers. So it's, it's a good old ground. We'll have probably f- four hundred or so up there. I would have thought. Yeah, I've, so there'll I've be a good a guy from work coming with me as well. So yeah, there'll be a good following. So it should be a good, it should be a good day out if nothing else. Yeah, bit of a laugh. Good laugh. Yeah. Hey, we said that together. <laughs> Planned it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. Thank you very much. Um, no another little plug for anyone who hasn't read it, which is unlikely um for gandemonium um i won't do my wonderful joke again it was it was a good one. if you missed it then you'll have to go back um but yeah good little plug for gandemonium um have a read follow on twitter because they are very very funny guys um as opposed to just in, and if, if people don't like words we have instagram as well so we do pictures well, you should i'll tell you you need to get on this tiktok business you can film I think, people I think tiktok <laughs> I mean, actually, to think that's the kind of one of the reasons why everyone said to us at the start of the season, you boys should do a podcast. It's like, A, got no time to do that just because at the moment, because of, like I said earlier, yeah. it's just me, all the editing, all the fanning around. And I said, and also with this lot, 
you, you just don't want them saying things that are recorded <laughs> because yeah, you're just going to get in trouble you, using evidence point. against you. <laughs> exactly, is, is it's a just, very just, well known phrase. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's yeah. You don't want them saying things that are recorded and <laughs> not easily deleted. Christ. Um, if the stuff that makes the blog is the stuff you you feel you can repeat, oh, what, God, what is the stuff yeah, that's not? Just, this this is the thing. Everyone says, "I, oh, you know, it's funny and entertaining." And God, how do you, how do you come up with it all? And it's like you 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 really have to spend a Saturday kind of just traipsing around, traipsing around the pubs with us on an away day, just to see what actually the silliness that goes on. I mean, some of the stuff, the chatter that on the train up on Saturday and in the first pub or two. <laughs> I mean, the... there was stuff, stuff there and, and afterwards as well. There was just stuff that <laughs> I, I, I either can't make it work just in the context of sort of flow and things like that. Um, and also certain things people don't want in print. Yeah. If we can just put it that way diplomatically. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's uh no, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a massive talent that you got. I know, I know you're going to dismiss it, but A, to remember some of the conversations. Oh, I take notes. I take <laughs> notes. Uh, when someone says something stupid or does something dumb, I make a note. In my, I've got my notes on my phone. I make a note. Uh, just like once, well, just one-liners, just so yeah. I can sit down on a Sunday, read through them and just refresh my memory. And that's where the titles come from. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, just generally, someone says something idiotic. That's... The title this week was an insult to, uh, aimed at someone within the group and their genitalia. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's where that's that's the kind of juvenile um, <laughs> level that we do often sink to. So yeah, it's that's that's what it is. But yeah, the, the stuff that gets left out just it either doesn't work or. It's yeah. It, it doesn't need to be public. <laughs> well, um, you'll like you'll like this comparison. John Sullivan, the guy who used to do Only Fools and who wrote Only Fools and Horses. Um, yeah. Someone I know was in like his outer social circle, so not like his inner close friends, but they, mm-hmm. they used to go to several places. And they said he, he it used to be quite frightening because you'd be sitting there talking and chatting away, and then all of a sudden he'd reach into his pocket and take out his notebook, and everyone around the table would be like. What did I just say? What did I just say? <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh God! What's he going to do? What's he going to do? And he's they, and, and that's apparently why because Only Fools was so great because he literally just took those real life stories and said, okay, I'm going to go with that and, and make that. And that's what people actually do and say. Um, but he's, this guy was like the panic on people's faces when they were trying to remember what <laughs> shit. <laughs> Am I going to see what's up on telly? That's that's the one bonus. I don't get the panic. I, I just get I because everyone knows what they're getting themselves into. If you come on the, if you're on with us lot on an away day, you're fair game. Everyone like, has to understand that. So yeah, when it all I get is the oh bollocks, I dropped myself in it there rather than panic. When so, I, when I, when the phone comes out and a note starts going in, so, so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll wave at you guys from the next carriage. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming with you. <laughs> right. Excellent. Thank you very much, Dan. That was brilliant. Anytime, mate. Anytime. And I will see you, well, Saturday and Tuesday. Yep. Have, see, have, definitely see you Saturday. Yeah, good. Oh, you're slacking off Tuesday, are you? No, no, no. I'll be, I'll be there Tuesday. <laughs> I've, I've got to because um, we've actually ended up with uh, a couple of, that fan hub thing, we've ended up actually with oh, a couple yeah. of spare tickets through that. Yeah. So we're probably just going to give them away 
on social I, media for people, anyone I, anyone who can't afford to go or isn't able to, yeah, you, you give them away and I get them out there. with some tickets as well. I'm kind of stuck on what you... Because I said to them, oh, well, I assume I can give these away. And they were like, well, not really. It's got to be under your name. And I was like, well, that's a bit stupid. I've got a season ticket. Mm. So um, we kind of basically said what, what we don't know won't hurt us. Um, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, um, yeah, but they've got to be used by December, end of December, which I thought mm-hmm. was, a bit, was a bit odd. Um, but yeah, we got Harrogate um, on the 18th. So yeah, we'll, um, I'll put, I think I've got. An, I've, I ended up with two sets, so I'll probably give another set away on that as well. Excellent. So there you go, folks. If you're listening, you can't afford to go to the Mansfield game on Tuesday. Keep what keep an eye on Gandamonium on Twitter. We'll be giving away two free tickets. For that Excellent. Game. Wonderful. On that wonderful positive note, see positive everywhere. <laughs> um, I will sign off. Thanks a lot, Dan. See you soon. See you, Sally, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. And joining me now is my next guest, Matt, who is a Leighton Orient supporter for the last decade or two. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on your podcast, Mike. No problem at all. So wanted to talk about the game, first of all, the season so far, which has been going okay with one of our old boys on absolute fire for you. Um, how's, it, how's it been for you? I know you had some tweets at the weekend. You were a bit frustrated with one of the games, but how's it been overall? We're always frustrated as Orient fans. Our sort of natural resting state is to be mildly shit. We're very rarely like catastrophically bad, although sometimes, but we're very rarely any good. We're just sort of all right most of the time. That That's how this season's panning out as well. It's all completely predictable to us. But one of the positives, as you say, is Aaron Drinnen, or Drinnen, I should say. And um, we're all pronouncing his name wrong until last week. Um, so, so will we. Yeah, no worries. But um, he's doing really well for us, actually. He's the man of the moment. He's, um, I think he's scored four goals in his last couple of games. He's got seven in the league, a couple more in the cup during the season. He's a really good finisher, which we do rarely see at Leighton Orient. So that is a pleasure to us. Um, and he's getting himself into good positions, um, getting himself about a bit in the game. So, yeah, he's definitely been one of the highlights. Yeah, when he was with us, it was a few years ago now. Um, there were kind of glimpses, but it didn't quite work for him, um, whether it was just a, a little bit too early or just needed to go and learn his craft a little bit. But there was definitely, you could see there was something. Um, I'm not even going to look at the odds on him scoring against us on, on <laughs> Saturday because I just know he's going to score. Um, but yeah, you're ninth. I think we're eighth for your ninth. So it should be another close, interesting game. Um, any Any thoughts on the game? Uh, yeah, you'll definitely win um, because <laughs> this is exactly the type of game that Orient lose. So um, our last league home game, we won um, 5-0. Um, and yep. we rarely follow up a good victory at home with another victory. So I, if, if you were thinking about betting, I would back your team. Um, and it's probably um, a consequence of our inconsistency this season which is where the frustration you mentioned is coming from a little bit, because we can be really good. So when we beat Hartlepool 5-0, really it was an all-round brilliant performance from, you know, 1 to 11 across the team and really gave us a lot of hope that we could challenge for promotion this season. Yeah, um, there have been countless other games, particularly, particularly games where we should have won, where we dominated possession. Yeah, I've managed to throw it away and gift points to the opposition. It's just happened too many times. And that happened on Saturday against Rochdale, actually, where we really did dominate. We were 2-1 up with a minute to go. 
uh, and unfortunately let in a shoddy equaliser. Um, even worse than that, um, last month we were 2-1 up with, um, I think, less than a minute again. We managed to somehow contrive to lose 3-2 to Port Vale. So those are the sort of inconsistencies and our inability to close our games that are causing us a bit of frustration at the moment. We we've had we've had a, a bit of a roller coaster from that. We we almost had our first league win against Oldham um, at home, and did very similar. We were one nil up and then just started dropping back and panicking, and they scored two goals in the last two and a half minutes or something like that. Um, and that was Oldham, and they were awful at the time. So we were really like, yay! Um, then we had the other side of the coin against Port Vale. We went two nil down very very quickly and um came back to 2-2 and they scored again you your te- you're, you're going your heads are going to drop you you've just come back from 2-0 down and they've gone 3-3-2 three, three, up and this group of players that we've got who just their heads did not drop they they went equalized and then scored with the last kick of the game so we've had flip sides with both and our manager is quite pragmatic with saying some of them you're going to some are going to go for you some aren't um but perhaps we're kind of not in the same mood because we are the highest we've ever ever been so we're kind of riding this lovely lovely journey whereas i know from my own childhood Leighton Orient is always one of those clubs that people almost i don't understand it because they're not exactly low non-league club i know you were out of the league for a little while um but yeah always growing up as old Leighton Orient the rubbish we're playing like Leighton Orient it's like they're not doing that bad actually and um, <laughs> but it was one of the few clubs um when I was growing up, all my uncles used to support different London teams, and um, Leighton Orient wasn't even on the radar for anyone. It was all QPR, West Ham, Chelsea. Um, but I did want to say, and I know you've written a book about the Leighton Orient legends, and um, you're very nice to mention the one Leighton Orient player that I kind of knew. Um, my dad was friends with Tony Grealish, who used to play for you back in the late 70s, I think. He did. Yeah. Um, and... I know he went. He was in your book as well as some other very good players. Yeah, he was a bit. He was before my time, but um, my dad and sort of many people who had the pleasure of watching Orient in the seventies when we were on much better side, um, really, really highly regard Tony Grealish. Um, he was a real character. He was the sort of bulwark of our midfield at the time and was part of our um, nineteen seventy eight. FA Cup semi-final team, which was the furthest Orient have ever got in the competition. Um, and just a real character, you know, um, loads of great stories. It was a real pleasure to talk to him for the book, actually. And he really did tell it how it was. Um, so, yeah, he's he's very highly regarded at Orient. Um, well, I, I knew him from, my dad was a friend, as I say, they used to play Gaelic football together. Uh, I think I mentioned to you earlier that um, they played under different names because Tony wasn't really supposed to play Gaelic football because he was playing professional soccer um, and my dad wasn't supposed to um, be playing at all. Um, but they, they had some great times. I remember them in, the, in the, basically in the pub in Kilburn where I grew up and um, I was a young boy, I was nine or ten and I was in, playing my Panini stickers and opening up my packets and there's um, Tony sitting there in a West Brom kit and I'm looking at him going, what on earth are you doing? And um, people told me great glee that he was a professional footballer and he offered to sign the card and I absolutely refused because I didn't want him ruining my album and writing all over it, which obviously everyone found hilarious because he'd actually just, it, that was the year I think he captained Brighton in the FA Cup final. Um, so there, there's my little tiny claim to fame. I <laughs> I refused an autograph. 
that's a big claim to fame if you're uh, an Orient fan. So, yeah. <laughs> but also my uh, this part I didn't quite believe, and I have to say, um, there were bits of the stories that don't make sense. But apparently, um, one of your other great players, Laurie Cunningham, used to join them, not for Gaelic football, that would have been quite obvious, um, even in London Irish, um, but they used to join them on, on sort of times out and again, too young to realise but when you start looking back and seeing some of the videos and knowing what we know of what the players went through um, he he was just a class player for you, wasn't he? Yeah, and again, and w watching, again, before my time, but watching some clips of Laurie Cunningham playing, and one of the things that really stands out is the state of the pitches in the 70s. Mm -hmm. Like, it's absolutely shocking, just complete, like, mud quagmires. Yeah, this young, I think he was 17 when he started playing for us, like, with lightning pace, just, like, dribbling round teams and, you know, the skills that he had on the pitches like that. Were quite incredible. So yeah, we're we're really proud that he started his career at Leighton Orient and obviously went went on to do great things. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, one of, one of the greats for us. Absolutely. So back to Saturday. Do you have a prediction? I don't like to do predictions, but people love hearing predictions. So what, what do you what do you think? I know we've decided Drillen's going to score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get. I guess. I guess. Drynan has scored. Drynan, sorry. <laughs> um, do, do you know what? I did want to say that um, we actually owe you guys a lot because in our promotion season in the National League in 2018-19, we had a really critical game right at the end of the season at your place where we really, really needed to win. And it was one all um, going yeah. into the 90th minute. And then your reserve keeper who'd come on at half time, I think, was it Worsley? I think his name was. Warner. He, Warner. He, yeah, he yeah. had been our first choice keeper. He, he played. He played in the Arsenal match. I mean, he inexplicably, after a back yeah. pass, tried to do keepy ups yeah. in front of his own goal. Got the ball taken off him by our striker McCauley Bond. Had to bring him down, so it was a penalty, and it, it which we scored, which gave us the three points that pretty much gave us the platform for the next couple of games to get promoted. So. To be honest, we owe you one. So um, <laughs> I, I will predict that after, after Drynan scores um, and gets our hopes up at Brisbane Road, you will score another two. Probably both of them towards the 90th minute and win the game. Lovely. That's That will make the journey home a lot nicer. Um, this is completely out of order, and I do apologise to everyone, because what I meant to mention when we were talking about the older players is you um, you wrote a book. Um, on the Leighton Orient Greats, was it called? Sorry, yeah, it's just called Leighton Orient Greats. It was interviews with um, fifteen of our our most sort of cherished players, and not necessarily the best players, um, because we have had some good players come through Orient, you know, particularly at the end of their careers. But ones that sort of stuck with us, that were you know had Leighton Orient in their heart. And I was like Orient's in my family, so my dad and you know the generation above him. Um, are all from East London, supported Orient. Um, so for me, it was um, both fascinating and a, a, a sort of source of great pride that I talked to some of the players from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s that they all watched. And their stories are just brilliant. And, you know, I, I, I am a little bit, you know, dismissive about Orient's <laughs> performance sometimes, but it's such a family club and a club that so many of us sort of take to our hearts and and 
you know, it means so much in the community. So actually doing that side of it was was a real pleasure. Yeah, it's it's, it's really great to talk to some of the older players because they, they are so up for it. I mean, we've got obviously our, our points in history and the, the FA Cup match against Coventry all those years ago. Um, and I've had um, one of our strikers, he, he played in the match, but he didn't score, Lenny Dennis, a couple of times. And I was actually talking to him in the week. And he was like, when are you getting me back on to talk about it? And I was like, probably in January, actually. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really nice for to talk to those older players. So is that um, an online book or actual it's, physical? It's an actual book that you actual can buy. book, blimey. That you can buy off Amazon if, if any of your Sutton listeners uh, also have a soft spot for Orient. Lovely. Perfect. Well, I will leave it. I've taken up a lot of your time because we had a lot of connection problems, but I've taken up a lot of your time and I promise it would only be a few minutes and it's been a lot longer than that. Um, so thank you very, very much. Um, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you. Look forward to the game on Saturday. And also noticed, um, just scrolling through your tweets, you've had to change seats, have you? So you're not in your usual spot. Well, I've been in the same season ticket, I think, since we built our new West Stand, so about... 16 or 17 years but yeah my family group is expanding so we needed uh, a bit more oh, that, they keep talking about where i stand that they're going to possibly use that as um, one of the places they're going to upgrade and I'm, I'm i'm having kittens about it already and i know it's i know it's way down the line i'm like i can't, I can't cope with this well we don't even <laughs> change do we as football fans absolutely not i have to stand yeah. in our same spot that cup run that i mentioned i was leaving one of the matches because it was well it wasn't going to actually walk out the door but I was heading towards the gate and just as I walked um kind of past the, the goal line is when we sort of netted the winner because I assumed it was going to go for a replay and it literally I was past the, the left hand side of the post and as the ball went in I was like so this is where I'm going to be standing for all the FA Cup matches from now on and when we played Arsenal, I couldn't get there because people had been there like two hours before and I couldn't get to my usual spot and no oh, one would listen yeah. to reason. <laughs> no, I need to stand here. Do you understand? <laughs> anyway, um, lovely to chat to you. Um, obviously, good luck for the rest of the season, apart from Saturday and when we play you at home. But other than that, have a great season. No, and you guys, and it's great to see you guys up in League Two. And yeah, I'm sure you're enjoying it. And yeah, you're, you're doing well. So um, yeah, I look forward to uh, carrying on playing you. No, and for your own, don't you worry. Uh, this week, it's not strictly a pub, it's a bar. Um, but if you think I'm really singing that jingle, you have got another thing coming. Uh, Mark Brevis' choice this week is the Lake Maureen Sporter Bar. Access from Oliver Road, he says it's garlanded with awards for the range and quality of his beers, and it's the only place to be before kickoff. The home fans you get chatting in here are not the sort that booed can be right a few seasons ago. So if you're planning on a pint up there, you could always go to the Lake Maureen Sporter Bar before the match. And joining me now is my next guest is Craig. Hello, Craig. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, essentially, who are you? Good evening, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Craig. I'm from the Mansfield Matters podcast, so a, a long-time uh, Mansfield Town fan. Obviously, uh, a few connections between the clubs, really, but very similar to yourself. Uh, I've got Mansfield Town, whereas you've got Sutton United, of course, uh, at heart. I've got Mansfield Town at heart. So uh, two similar people, really, with uh, podcasts <laughs> and the clubs at heart. 
and um, my listeners will be delighted to find out I've got yet another um, professional, someone who's been doing podcasting and broadcasting, I've just found out for quite a while. <laughs> so it's going to make my all my uh, erzenums, which they all love, even, even better. <laughs> Tell us about the podcast. How long has that been going? So the podcast itself is now into its fifth season. There's quite a bit of a story behind it, really, although Mansfield Matters as a brand has been going since about 2010. So as you mentioned, I've got a bit of a broadcast background. I used to work in radio a long time ago. And to cut a long story short, I was with a commercial radio station who then stopped doing coverage of the club. I then moved to a community station and was lead commentator when the when the Stags were in the conference around 2010 time. So I used to commentate on each game, but we needed a brand for for the show name. So we came up with Mansfield Matters because we were the only station that were covering Mansfield at the time. So Mansfield mattered to them and that and that sort of thing. Quite cheesy, really. And uh, we did commentary for, for a long time, including an FA Trophy final at Wembley and then the season after playoffs, the season after that winning the league. Then I sort of parked, parked it for a little bit because when you move from the conference to the football league, actually trying to cover live games becomes very costly very, very quickly. So we had to park it um, and didn't do anything for a while. And then I moved into a couple of different fields. And then five uh, years ago now, yeah, five se- seasons ago now, I stopped being a producer, which I'd moved in, into for a while at the, the same commercial station that I was actually with when I very first started. And went back to watching games again and there was no dedicated radio shows at that time. There were no dedicated podcasts. So myself and a couple of mates who I'd known for a long time sort of said, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's pull our resources together and put this podcast together. And every single week we, we've done a podcast and more so over the last couple of seasons it, it's grown. Particularly last year with, with lockdown out, obviously Everybody knows how difficult it was trying to watch games and things like that, especially at football league level when we had a whole season pretty much locked out. We couldn't go at all. We did a thing after the game, after every single game called the the cool down post-match reaction show where instead of fans going to the pub and sort of sharing their opinions over a drink or a coffee or whatever, they did it online on our podcast and the numbers soared and soared and soared. And we've sort of carried that on this year a little bit. So we now have um, two shows running simultaneously. We have the regular podcast in the week and then probably 99% of Sundays we have something called the Sunday Sermon, which is very very similar where we sort of rant and rave about the uh, the previous day's game. So it's... Uh, quite a busy concept and everyone seems to jump on board with it which is which is fantastic from our point of view as long as you know there are fans there that want to share their opinions and have their say we will carry on doing it because that's what it's all about sometimes you know radio stations for, for one reason or another don't have the time or the resources to provide dedicated coverage for a for a club and that's where the podcast market's at and and that's why we're there yeah absolutely i mean um similar <laughs> much smaller scale but similar to what i've done is um started the podcast because there wasn't um anyone really we we had one fans blog um brilliant guys at gandemonium and that's pretty much all we all we've had obviously we've got twitter and all the other social medias but it wasn't much dedicated um and talking of cheesy names um i've been criticized because this this is Sutton United talk time on podcast, so it's S U T T on podcast. Sutton, I like podcast. it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. That's, uh, um, I like the quir- the alliteration. <laughs> it's quite quirky. My my brother, the very first thing he said is, "You're trying to be too clever again." <laughs> so, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's it's it is brilliant. It's um surprisingly easy. How 
quickly you can get these going. Um, I, I literally decided a few weeks ago, yeah, I'm going to start it again. And um, once I've made that decision and had a couple of people come on, I just went for it. Um, so if anyone else out there listening, then obviously not Sutton or Mansfield because you don't want to take away our, our audience. But... <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, but the yourselves on Twitter, your um, what is it? It's MTFC Mansfield Town Football Club um, matters. No, so it's just uh, MTFC Matters for, for us on, on Twitter, just on, at MTFC just... Matters. Same on Facebook as well, really simple to uh, to find us and also the website mtfcmatters.co.uk. Similar to yourselves, you know, we not only do we have the, the fan point of view, the, the fan conversations off the, in the off-season, we do have player interviews. We did a lot of that in lockdown to try and keep um, people entertained as well and we've had ex-players, ex-managers, coaches, that sort of thing. Really insightful, really insightful. And we've done a few charity nights uh, as well. We did a, a Legends Live event a few years ago and looking to do something again uh, in the new year to raise... Initially, it was to raise money for Alzheimer's, but this time around, uh, we're getting behind mind because what anything, if the last 20 months or so has, has shown us, is that mental health really does matter. And that's a big part of the podcast for us as well. And for, for some of the supporters, we you know, the... Uh, I don't mind sharing this story that the first game that I went back to this season, somebody came up to me and said, I just want to thank you for taking the time to do the podcast last year during lockdown because I live on my own and I go to football on my own sometimes and it's difficult to try and connect with people and your podcast helped do that and that was a really good thing for me. So if anybody is thinking of doing a podcast, um, you know they are really easy and simple to set up. Have a look into it and do it because you won't regret it. And at the end of the day, if you can make somebody else's day, that, that's what makes it worthwhile. Football is just a game which binds us all together at the end of the day. It is It is just a game, um, but it is that binding together. We, we've had uh, a lot of something. It's, we've grown a huge amount last um, year or so with the, the number of fans there. It's, it's insane. But there was a core for the last, I don't know, 30 odd years been going um, and there's a core of fans that you kind of know every single week you say hello to you know they're not there you notice and they are as, as one um, <clears throat> my guest described it they're a family yeah um, and then suddenly that was all taken away and it was um, there were people who were on their own and they were struggling so it, it is really really good and I, I do wish I had kind of done it I was um, not in the right place myself to do it but I, I kind of wish there was something that we could have thought about to do it I know a few people did um meet up or not meet up zoom up or whatever it's called and and do things themselves but yeah i, I kind of wish we had thought to do something like this um but it's gone so you can't <laughs> dwell on it um but i'm just thinking your sunday sermon earlier in the season they must have been quite interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean personally i obviously love mansfield and uh, you know i hate it when we lose and, and get a, a negative result but uh if I was if speaking from a content point of view, I love it when we don't do well because the numbers drive up. But no, I genuinely think that that's the thing with, with football anyway. But yeah, earlier in the season, when we were dipping off form a little bit, things weren't going well and people were getting involved. But I have to say, actually, on balance, since we've started doing well, actually, I'm quite surprised that it's sort of maintained a good balance. It, it didn't used to in the past. You could use, usually see a a vast difference in numbers between when we weren't doing well and when we were doing well and I can honestly say touch wood so far this uh, this time around it's been quite balanced and I think people are sort of getting to know what it's about now and uh, having those balanced opinions and discussions which is again what it's there for yeah I mean I, I there was a game earlier in the scene that 
I'm, I'm awful where I kind of I do really focus on on Sutton and I have a peripheral idea of other teams, but um, likewise, I, yeah, I'm like this is Sutton, this is Sutton. Oh, who are we playing? Bloody hell! Um, but there was a game on Quest early, or the highlights on Quest earlier in the season. I know Nigel came out and he was quite scathing about one of your players, which is rare for a manager to be so kind of personal about a particular I think you're forgetting who his dad is really I think yeah, you, yeah. when you grow up in that family I don't I don't think there's, there's certain things which you can't inherit I know the game you're talking about and I know the defender as well Elliot Hewitt um, he said I think he's his played, best mate or something yeah he, he said something like he he must have played with at Grimsby he must be like, they must be really close mates because he's not putting a tackle in all game which was <laughs> absolutely hilarious at the time but then uh, Mr Clough does have a tendency every now and again to lay into his players a little bit too much for, for our liking, especially the younger ones. But it's part and parcel of football. It's part and parcel of football management. And I guess it's with everything, especially in the you know the medium of interviews and things which can be clipped down, context is key. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely. But you are going to be coming to us on Tuesday um, with a run of... Five wins. Well, I'm assuming you're going to beat Scunthorpe. So, um... I mean, if, if we don't now, I'm blaming you, Mike. To be honest. <laughs> um, but you've had to, uh, having a very quick look. Um, this is this is my research. I'm looking now. Um, so, you beat Tranmere two nil, um, which we beat them only one nil on Saturday. Um, Sunderland in the cup was a good one, mm. um, and. The, the Mega Money Newcastle under twenty ones. I know it's the under twenty ones, and I've only just got Mega Money, but I'd be absolutely labouring that point. That looks like a great match. Yeah, it was. I mean, that one it was pretty much a different team as well. The, the Newcastle under twenty ones game. The thing about that game was it didn't matter because both teams were out of the competition at that point, which um, which was quite annoying from from our perspective. I quite like that competition for the prize money it gives and the opportunity it gives the youngsters. Not everybody agrees with me on that one. I have to say, um, a lot of people think it's a, a pointless competition, but uh, opinions again. Uh, but that game, no, it was a really good game. Six three, uh, it ended. We were we went behind, then got back into the game and it was we were coasting for a while then we allowed them back in it and you know got further ahead again ourselves it was a good entertaining game for the neutral but I think that game yes we scored six goals and got a hat-trick for Danny Johnson which was uh, fantastic a senior player but it was more about the minutes for the younger players that one I think the more important results recently have uh, definitely the uh, the game at home a, a few weeks ago when we sort of stopped the rot. Uh, and then the Sunderland game in the FA Cup, everybody expected us to go there and get beat, but we put in a really good performance. And then more so, actually, um, Stevenage uh, last weekend, because we have got a tendency to go to places and um, concede silly goals and, and make silly mistakes. And we didn't do that. We showed some professional play. We showed good endeavour to, to go and win that game. And for the first time, pretty much in a long, long time, we saw a lot more passion from the players, both on and off the pitch, especially at the full-time whistle, which is all any football fan wants to see. And you can sort of see now that with our, our players coming back into fitness and away from suspensions, that sort of thing, which uh, that we, we're becoming much more stronger. One thing we perhaps people from the outside don't realise is that the massive run of poor results we had we had at one point I think at the peak 13 or 14 players missing key players first team players <laughs> through either injury or suspension and you know that took a lot of a lot out of us and uh, we really really struggled to find our feet and fortunately now touch wood we are sort of starting to do that it'll be an interesting game Saturday against uh, Scunthorpe obviously they're scrapping for their lives and then 
long trip to yourselves on, on Tuesday. You're at the mm-hmm. other end of the table at the minute, and we don't quite know what to expect from you, which will be uh, an interesting one. Yeah, um, hopefully it was. Uh, we're similar. We, well, we're mostly in an utterly bewildered state at the moment because um, we, we're very generally pessimistic bunch anyway. Um, and then we've come into the um, football league. We seem to be doing very, very well. And we can't quite work out how, why. That's not to take anything away from the, the players or, or Matt. They, they're obviously done brilliantly, but um, it's a very strange state of affairs to be looking at us at that end of the table um, with 26 points already, where we, we'd be targeting 50 straight away to say, at least we're staying in the division. Um, but they seem to be doing really, really well. And they've got this togetherness. Um, you were saying 14 players injured. I think we would struggle there. We've had we've had a good <clears> few out, but I think we're talking four or five, and that had a huge toll on us. Um, but the um, they're kind of coming back now. Um, mm. there, there is there's a good feeling around the place. There was um, a Tranmere fan on Saturday had come back on the same train, and um, it's, I can't remember the exact wordings, but it was along the lines of it's really hard not to like Sutton when you see this. The players came off the train and they were serenaded by the fans coming back. Wow. He said, it's basically, this is a club that is all pulling in the same direction. And it's like, you sit there going, yeah, that's us. <laughs> so it's difficult to kind of resonate my little club being in this league with um, lots of big clubs. Um, but we are, and we're, we're doing all right. Um Love to be able to tell you which player to look out for, but uh, well, I could I could tell you because he's he's one of ours, he's one of our own in Alistair Smith, who I think is uh, has done absolutely fantastic for you guys, hasn't he? Since we let him uh, since we let him go, we've uh, we've missed out there, I think. Un- unbelievable is he kind of kind of joined in his sort of tall langy fella, and you're yeah. like, okay, I can see there's some prospects there. He, he looks nice and tidy, and. Then uh, Harry Butman got injured, one of our main players, and as Matt has said in many, many interviews, um, has been his best player almost since he took over. And yeah. he got injured, or COVID, I think he got, sorry. Um, and so Alice Smith had to come in and just literally has hit the ground absolutely running, and everyone's kind of looking around going, this guy, what's going on here? Oh, I wish he could have a couple goals to his his, his game as well. That would be nice. And then the next match, he went out and scored two goals. Um, so um, he's done brilliantly. Then he kept Harry out of the side and Eastie got injured. So Harry came back in and um, Alistair Smith was um, his partner. So he's had a mm. nice run in the team. And Eastie's literally just come back from injury. So he's actually been partnered with a few other players, which you, co- you could kind of tell that he didn't have almost his, his senior partner with him. Mm. Um, but still, he's played every, 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 pretty much every match from the, almost the start of the season. Um, probably could do with a rest at some stage, but he, he's been absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah. a, a brilliant find. Sorry. Yeah, he's, he's, an absolute, <laughs> he's an absolute top boy as well. Um, obviously, I know him a little <laughs> bit more personally from my previous job. And uh, when he was PFA Community Champion, I used to I worked with him. Uh, a little bit really good um, off the pitch, really good attitude. A little bit unlucky from his perspective at Mansfield because he had, you know, the period where we had three or four different managers and really couldn't get a, a settled look in. But he's got a good uh, history as well. He's a really good ball player and that comes down to um, his, his futsal background, actually. I think he represented England at futsal 
um, which is uh, a young age as well, which is really good. He's got a good head on his shoulders, and I think we'll be looking back now and sort of you know regretting not letting him go for a few <laughs> extra quid. But uh, you know, we wish him very, very well. And uh, apart from Tuesday night, of course, and we always keep a lookout for him. It's really, really pleasing to see him yeah. absolutely thriving. Because he's absolute class. Whenever he played for us in the cup games or when he got a little looking off the bench or whatever, he always gave 110% and had a really good attitude. So, uh, you know, for, for you guys, maybe in the future, come January or the summer, I don't know how long a, a, on, he's on his contract, but he maybe could net you a couple of quid as well because he's very <coughs> capable of playing in the league above. Well, the, the transfer window is something that's actually given me sleepless nights already because, um, as I say, we've got this real squad togetherness. Um and I kind of look thinking, oh God, I keep forgetting about this. I keep forgetting about this because we're kind of ready for our players to stay the whole season. I'm, I'm hoping they've kind of all agreed to that they're going to do this, this season and see where it takes us. Um, but they've got also um, great examples with, with Craig Eastman, who used to be at Arsenal. He mm. then moved on to, I think it was Colchester, and it just became a, a situation where face didn't fit. Um, he went to another club, couple of clubs and he was actually going to be walking away from football at one stage and someone persuaded him to come and train down at Sutton and he ended up joining us and has been an absolute hero for us ever since. Um, he did have a chance a couple of years ago after the cup run to move away and we we historically won't stand in a player's way and he just basically said, no, you know what, it's about the football, it's not about the money, it's not about this, I'm enjoying myself here, why would I want to leave? And, like, and that's that's your answer of why you're doing so well so early doors, because the football league is a can be a toxic environment sometimes, and when you come up from the conference, you can either go one or two ways, you can either sink or swim, and I think the club mentality, which you guys seem to have from the outside, is you know, you're know you this small, with the greatest of respects, community club, which seems mm-hmm. to pull together for everyone, and you know, you're enjoying this journey which you're on, and you know, deservedly so. You, you've put in a good shift over the last couple of years to, to really dig your heels in. And you, you look at the clubs which have done it pre- in previous years and, and come from the conference and nobody had ever given a second thought to in terms of being a, a football league side and are absolutely flying now. You look at, you know, who'd have thought maybe 15 years ago that Fleetwood would be a football league club regularly competing. Burton before, before yeah. that. And, you know, it's possible. And I think that mentality says... A lot about those players, which which you've mentioned, who you know come in and, and thrive under a certain manager. It's no secret that the teams that are doing poorly have got bad dressing rooms, and it's difficult to to get a hold of that. You've started on a crest of a wave, and I think if you keep that togetherness up, it could be a good season. You know, you guys will be no under under no illusions that at some point you will hit a bit of a a rocky period of form and you'll you'll drop off a little bit, but by starting as early and as strongly as you have, that stands you in good stead and who knows where the journey might take you. God, don't say that. Bruce will be having nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because one other thing is because we didn't have an awful lot of choice. I, I don't think we would have chopped and changed an awful lot. We didn't have an awful lot of choice because obviously any money that we got for going up was um, earmarked already for the improvements and, and the change of the pitch. So we didn't have that whole thing of where clubs come up and then suddenly they bring in six or seven new players which I always find odd anyway because that must disrupt everything that go, that you've got going on um, so yeah we've managed to keep that nice team mentality and it is people will be bored of me saying this it's funny to see it on social media when the players are interacting with each other it's almost like 
watching your mates at a Sunday league level because they do take the piss out of each other quite a lot. It's, it's, yeah. it's very, very nice to see. Um, if you're childish, but hey, never mind, I'm a child at heart. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> exactly. Um, so what we'll do is, um, thank you very much for that. Um, hopefully you do get the, the points against Scunthorpe. I'll be nervous now watching that. <laughs> but hopefully you don't enjoy the trip to Sutton too much. Um, and... I very much thank you for your, your um, insight and your, your uh, contribution. Thank you very much. No, absolute pleasure. Wish you guys all the best for the rest of the season, obviously, apart from when you visit the one call and, uh, and on Tuesday night. Very looking, much looking forward to coming down, of course. I've never been to, to your guys' uh, ground before, so uh, it's a new ground for me to tick off, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Shame up. it's on a Tuesday night, though, because we'll probably get back at 3 I'm going to be up for work at 6. So, <laughs> so cheers, guys. <laughs> cheers, picture list. It's a proper old lady ground. It's proper... It's... I get modern stadiums. I'm, I'm not. I'm not stupid. But um, when you look around Sutton's, you can kind of really see that the history. This bit was built then. This bit was built then. This bit has been built now. Um, so it's like a proper old lady. It's been a non-league club for a hundred odd years. So um, it's not perfect, but it's brilliant. It's yours. It's not exactly. perfect, but it's yours. Yeah. That's that's the line you need, my exactly. friend. That's the line you need. Exactly. We love it. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. Thank you to all my guests, Dan, to Matt and to Craig. Thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate the time with everyone, both the guests and you guys for listening. If you have any comments, please catch on any of the socials, which is at Sutton Podcast or email, which is Sutton Podcast. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. United! 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 Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.